0: From the Adara Spa to X Formulations Skincare to Airbnb hosting to being a working mom, it's time to talk skin and business with Julie Grosso. Welcome back to Skin and Entrepreneur Talk. Welcome back to Skin and Entrepreneur Talk. This is your host, Julie Grosso, and I am about a month behind on this podcast. When I tell you I have actually recorded many and something keeps happening to the feed or someone will call, even if the phone is on, don't disturb, and it cuts out the recording. It There's nothing worse than talking to yourself for like an hour and then the feed doesn't work and save. It's just, it's torture. So... I do apologize. I swear to God, I've been trying. (laughs) And it's just, the technology has just been against me lately. And then it makes me have PTSD and not want to do it again. (laughs) So I know I've been behind, but I swear I've tried. And um, I apologize. But I will say, for those that don't know, Um, If you aren't already following her or if you are following her and don't realize, Skin by Victoria is another amazing esthetician out of Arizona. She finally just started her own small business, which I'm very excited about. I told her last year, like literally this time last year, I was like, you, I asked her, I was like, why don't you own your own business exactly? Because you would just be perfect for it. So she finally has opened her own business in Arizona and I'm so excited for her. Anyways, she just started a podcast and, um, her husband does photography and videography and it's just great with all those types of things. So I'm sure he's helping her with the podcast stuff. And, um, she just puts out great quality content, like just beautifully professionally shot stuff. And anyways, she has a podcast. So whenever I suck, you should, and regardless, you should listen to her podcast. Cause I bet she'll be super consistent, <laughs> And if you guys could also let me know who is listening, I think it would be helpful because I know how many people are listening, but I don't know how many are clients versus estheticians. And I never know if I should be talking about more skin versus sales versus marketing. And I just hate to waste people's time. And I want to make sure I'm putting out content that is relative to what you're originally trying to listen for. And I don't know, you know, who is more of leaning towards wanting more skin content versus everything else. So anyways, if you guys could let me know, uh, shoot me a DM, I'll do some story posts that ask that question. It would be helpful because I want to make sure I'm putting out really good content for what you want to hear. But for this one, I'm just going to catch you guys up because it's obviously been a long time and a lot has changed in the last month for me. Um, it's been a really hard month for me and my pregnancy, for my family, for my businesses there's just been so much going on since the last time i did the podcast so i'm going to just do a little catch up today hopefully this feed doesn't get cut and i'll keep you guys posted on you know what's new and what's going on and i am going to end it with just a couple skin questions and sales kit questions and marketing questions that i've gotten this last week Um, obviously i'm still dealing with clients on a daily basis and esthetician sales kits and marketing kits so i have a lot of content that i want to share and i actually have a lot of content i'm about to film this week for skin talks to get me through the next few months especially when the baby comes so i don't miss a beat but um i'm just gonna do kind of a recap of what's been going on in this last month and then we'll get into the skin questions and sales kit and marketing on the next section so anyways um It has been crazy. I feel like first of all, everyone has been getting sick. So really recently I got sick, Um, nothing crazy, Um, just a flu, just a normal cold flu. But I thought it was the construction at first because we were still, when I got sick, we were still sleeping in a lot of construction dust, really severe, intense construction dust. So I was thinking it was from that, And we all did COVID tests. It's not COVID. Um, But I was thinking it was that at first. And then I realized it wasn't once Taylor got sick, but we both actually lost weight, which for me is a problem because obviously I'm pregnant and it's never good to lose weight when you're pregnant. And I was gaining actually a lot to the point where she said like, technically on paper, you're gaining too much. But I was down so much from my pancreatitis that obviously she wasn't worried about it. Um, but then I actually lost weight from this flu. So that was disheartening and I'm been bummed about that because I could tell before she even told me, I knew I could just look at myself and I was like, hmm, she should be bigger, you know, my belly should be bigger and I should, you know, I've been gaining five pounds at least a month. So I could tell that I lost weight and I was very bummed about that. But, you know, so far, minus my protein levels are very low. And that's because I have not eaten meat with her. Like my first time having steak was this week, which is crazy because I love steak so much. And for some reason in this pregnancy, I have not been able to eat meat. (laughs) So my protein levels are down. I'm having a lot of numbing in my legs and I always have these like weird heart problems and then I lost weight. So I've just been... Kind of bummed because I've been really stressing about how I've taken care of myself in general with her it's been way different than Xander. I had a lot of issues like that with Xander where um, you know I threw up the whole pregnancy just like I did with her, and I threw up the whole labor with him and I had heart problems, but overall, I really tried to take care of myself minus the stress levels. I really tried to you know take care of myself and I feel like with her I have so much guilt because i I'm just Absolutely not taking care of myself whatsoever. And then on top of it, having, you know, stress and all of that. So there's just been so many things with her that I've been really feeling guilty about. And I think anyone listening that's a mom goes through that. The mom guilt is really real. And I feel a lot of it with her because I've just not been taking care of myself. So I've been very nervous, especially now that I'm at the end and started to lose weight because of the flu. So I've been very bummed about that. And, um, my husband got the flu tube, which is crazy. Cause he, when he gets sick, he still works the whole time. Like he's, he, I mean, he's just like any other man cold and complains, you know, like a man, but he always works really hard through it. He, you know, even when he had COVID, he worked full-time the entire time. He didn't take any time off. Uh, he obviously wasn't in person with anyone He was working from home. So it wasn't affecting anyone, but I could tell he was really sick because I was in Palm Springs by myself and working on the house and he was like, oh, I'm sleeping. I'm like, it's 7 a.m. Like you should be working. What are you talking about? So, um, I knew he was sick, but I didn't realize how sick he was until I got home from Palm Springs and just so much crap happened when I was by myself in Palm Springs. First of all, it's been a rough few months for my family period, not only because of our little tiny health concerns, but Taylor's mom has been extremely sick for a long time. It's something we've been dealing with for a while, but the last few months have been extremely difficult. I rarely talk about it. It's a big part of my life, but I rarely talk about it because it's not my story to tell, really, um, but also just because my all of our families, my family and his family, are private, and so I try not to really discuss that part I try to really just focus on skin and focus on you know marketing and airbnbs and you know work stuff but it's a major part of my life dealing with um her and dealing with our families as it is for anyone obviously who has families it's a huge part of our lives and it's just been extremely difficult the last few months with her specifically and this last you know couple of weeks have been even more difficult than normal And I was by myself in Palm Springs when I got even more bad news, which was difficult because I'm highly emotional. (laughs) Um, And I just had a really hard time dealing with some of this news by myself. And then I get back from Palm Springs and my husband literally was still sick, but you could tell he lost over 10 pounds. So I'm like, oh, great. So you're kind of useless to me right now because you're sick. And I need help because I'm having a very hard time. I'm having more contractions. I'm struggling. And we have a toddler. And my toddler burns himself so bad, apparently. I'm still very confused. I've watched my cameras. So this is what I know. I know that we have a fireplace in Palm Springs. I know that a week before I went by myself, we turned on the fire to film it and to make sure it worked the the gas fireplace outside and then he told me three days later his finger hurt and now I'm blanking on if I noticed it from school like after school first or not but I had seen his pinky he his pinky looked like it was burned but I'm the one who put it in his little three-year-old head I was like he's like oh he said school at first and I was like absolutely not Xander that is a burn That's absolutely a burn from a fire. There's no question that looks like a burn. So then he started saying it was a burn. And then when I went out of town, he told Taylor it was a burn from Palm Springs fireplace. That's what he said. So now I don't know if he's lying or not. We looked at the cameras. I do not see him outside whatsoever playing with the fire near the fire, whatever. So I'm very irritated because I'm like, okay, it has to be from a fire That's the only, that's a logical explanation that it would be that fireplace, but I don't even see him on the cameras outside. So I'm all irritated that I can't figure out what it's from. Then it progresses so bad because he's getting it dirty at school. And I didn't know this whole time. And Taylor's watching him this whole time while I'm in Palm Springs. So it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I had no idea. And then I come home and his hand is huge. It's literally the size of, I don't even know what to compare it to, like, I don't know, like a pumpkin, (laughs) like I'm staring at a pumpkin in my house right now. That's not that big, but it's huge. His hand is ginormous. So obviously he got it infected and his entire hand is swollen. It's ginormous. Can't use his hand whatsoever. But this whole time he has not complained, not cried, never told me when he hurt himself in the first place he, the only time he would complain is if like we touched the pinky in that area, but that was very rare that that would happen. So I have no idea what it's from. Don't understand how it got this bad and infected. But now I have mom guilt that I let his hand, I'm like, his hand is going to fall off. Like it's huge. So anyways, it's just been drama after drama after drama. And so we obviously had to go to the doctor for the first time and take care of it cuz it, you know we I'm very like anti going. I feel like some people like my best friend is like if she, if someone's breathing funny, she's going to the doctor. And there's a lot of good to say about people. There's obviously a lot of like bad with that comes with being hypochondriac like that, but there's also a lot of good. Um I'm anti going for everything. This is the first time I've gone and it's because it was that bad. It was a real situation. His hand was huge and it wasn't getting better. I had taken days to ice it and do all the things and it was not working. It was, uh, it was too late at that point. So obviously on the scale of real problems, he's on am- antibiotics. He has this little like routine where we wrap it. He's fine and Taylor's fine. But I think it was just the combination of Xander being hurt, Taylor being sick. Taylor's mom is the real issue. That will always be the main issue that we have, the real actual intense problem that we have because it's a very rare cancer and very severe and it's been emotional trauma and I've been we've all been trying our best to find a solution and I will just say I'm not going to talk about it that much because it's not my I just feel like I don't know I just, I go back and forth and I've talked to them about talking about it in public. And originally we, that was kind of our goal was to, to share it a little bit more because we had some really amazing breakthrough scientific research on how we can go about tackling this. But I will quickly say that if you know anyone who is suffering from appendix cancer, which is extremely rare cancer, if you know anyone who's suffering from it, um, or misdiagnosed originally. They're usually misdiagnosed for ovarian cancer if it's a woman and it's really appendix cancer. I will say that I know literally everything <laughs> about appendix cancer, about high-pec surgery, which is heated chemo, about CRS surgery, about a brand new development where you can do a multiple transplant surgery that only one other person has done in the US and she was about to be the second. I know everything about it. I have put my heart and soul in the last 3 years into this and so it's something I never talk about, but I'm also starting to feel a little guilty when um it comes to this topic especially cuz I'm in a Facebook group for appendix cancer patients. I'm starting to feel guilty with how much I know and how little I talk about it. I'll never overly talk about it. Again, it's not my story. Right now, and it's just it's just not something I'm totally comfortable with because it's not my mother specifically, however, I know a lot about it, so if anyone is struggling from that, knows someone who's struggling from that, feel free to reach out because I have immersed myself in everything about it, and I'm very comfortable with the topic I know a lot I mean to the point where people will talk about Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach, California and say like how amazing it is. I look at that place like a joke, it's a joke. And that's because it isn't relative to what we're dealing with. It might be great for other cancer patients and other patients in general, But when it comes to rare cancer, the only people that know anything about it are the very few specialists and the very few rare cancer patients out there. Those are the only people that would know anything about it because it's rare and there's not a lot of research and it is treated very differently than other patients would be treated. So that's not what they specialize at, that HOG. And anyways, the point is, I just know a lot about it and it, it is such a big part of my life and... um. I think for me and like for other people, the stressors of your life are not when it's one thing, it's like a pile on. It's like her, she's the biggest thing. And then there's Xander having a problem, Taylor having a problem, me having a problem, me being pregnant, me having all the business drama. It's like, all right, one more thing. Give me one more thing today, God, and I'm just gonna snap. So I've just been exhausted. And I think after the Miami trade show is when it started, I was trying to do a podcast to explain to you guys how the trade show went. I actually did an hour and a half podcast on that trade show. That's kind of when it really started being difficult for me to just walk around, move around, run around because trade shows are really hard on your body in general. Anyone who does trade shows know how exhausting it is. And then being very pregnant on top of it was difficult. It wasn't the best show. I met the best people. I love love Miami, obsessed with the city, obsessed with the estheticians. It was just the slowest show of the year for every single vendor. And that was a hard pill to swallow leaving. Also the flight there and back was the worst experience I've ever had. Um, They treated me horribly. And it was just, I think starting in November, the beginning of November with that trade show, it was just like a pile on every week of just drama 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 and i'm usually very good with all the drama because i'm used to having drama all the time with all the businesses there's always something going on but i feel like lately it's just been when it's when family starts to get involved is when you're like alright i i'm being tapped out now on my energy sources here so i've had a rough you know, a month and a half, which is also why I've been bad about the podcast. One, I really did try and it wasn't working. And then two, I was like, I just can't give any more extra energy to making this work because I need to just keep up with my clients and my estheticians and the house and my family first. And my family specifically this last couple of weeks have just really needed my attention. So I am just... Uh, tapped out. I think a lot of us are. I feel like I've talked to so many people where they are getting sick too right now. I think think COVID changed everyone's perspective a lot. And we finally got like out of the COVID drama and we're traveling and like living life again. And then now it's kind of like settling into just, I don't know. I just feel like there's been so much tragedy over the years people are just emotionally exhausted (laughs) and um, I don't know I just feel like it's been a rough like month and a half so I'm back and that's why I've been crappy about the extra things like podcasts and um, I'm just trying my best to keep up like everybody else but that's what's been going on but I am Shocked to say this, but my spa-themed Airbnb in Palm Springs, the Light Lounge, is completed. So that is one check mark that I've been working to get to. First was finish your last trade show of 2022 What an amazing year of trade shows. But I my first check mark was finish your last trade show, then for the end of the year, because before the my baby's due end of January. So I'm trying to make all these check mark boxes. To get everything out of the way and that was my first one my second one was finishing this damn house that has been truly the worst experience i've ever had doing a full reno it's my fourth full entire construction reno where we've gutted the entire place and the worst we've ever had just the absolute worst experience a nightmare of a project um, love the house, love the neighborhood, love my neighbors. I mean, I've never met nicer people in my life. I've met everybody. They've all come to my door and introduced themselves. I've, this town is crazy. Palm Springs is the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, but it's just the experience of the Renault was a, a, a true nightmare. And I think everyone's been going through that right now from my understanding. I've talked to a lot of people about the Renaults they've done in this last, you know, six plus months. And it's been a true nightmare. And I didn't run it right before that. I did one in 2021, but um, no, this is the worst, hands down, no question. So this was my next check mark and I have finished it. So I'm very excited to check that off. That is making me start to feel a little bit better, which is why I'm coming out of my little black hole and getting back into trying to communicate through social media and podcasts. Um, and it's done. And I'm very excited and it's a very big deal because I've been working my ass off on this stupid house for so long. So we did a full entire construction reno, gutted the entire thing, knocked down a billion walls, redid the whole damn house. It's still an older house, you know, so there's things I would have loved to change, you know, the front of the house, aesthetically speaking. It's not like the cutest curb appeal in my opinion, but... Um, we redid everything and the vibe and the design is supposed to be more minimalist and spa themed, which I think I've hit the spa themed because Xander keeps telling me that it looks like a Dara in some areas. (laughs) So I must've hit that marker. Um, there are real quartz crystal sinks in the bathrooms. Very, very, very gorgeous, um, custom made quartz crystal sinks stupidly expensive, but I thought it was just a feature that we had to have. I thought it would be really unique and set it apart from the rest of the homes. And I thought, you know, as many quartz crystal things I could do in there, it would bring good energy. I don't know anything about quartz crystals. I really just think they're gorgeous, but I know that they're supposed to bring good energy. So whatever I can do to hit the theme, I will do. So those are in the bathrooms. Um, we also have, um, gold finishes on everything we have a bunch of niches and arches everywhere the lighting is it's called the light lounge because the lighting is supposed to be a big feature so we have light therapy in the living room in every private closet there's a closet in every bedroom there's three bedrooms three bathrooms and there's light therapy in all the closets and that way it's mood setting you know it's in areas that you can turn it off if you don't want to have it on um but you can turn it on in all these areas and then the outside bar has light therapy as well so the whole outside is kind of lit up with light therapy basically so there's those features there's beautiful fountains um that we spent way too much money on (laughs) and um of course the outside of every palm springs house is usually like where the home hits hard and the outside is huge. It's on eleven thousand square feet, and it is beautiful. There's a huge pool. Most pools in Palm Springs are pretty small. It's pretty big, not deep, so no diving. Um, but it's there, and it's big, and it's beautiful. And I love going there now that it's finally done. We are booking, and we are officially open for booking. So, you can go to the Light Lounge Instagram page. You can go to my Instagram page and find the link but the booking link is up. It is live and we are ready to take people. We already have four bookings and I couldn't be more excited. I love being a host. There's also so much drama that comes with it. And I also, I've had some drama with the DC house recently and I'm, I literally have nightmares about it when people are horrible, but mostly everyone's been pretty good since we did our reno there. Um, But I really do love being a host. I think this one in particular I'm going to love more because there's services attached to it. So you can book private massages and facials to the house, meditation, yoga, private chef, and I will help you plan and book your whole trip, whether that's with your significant other, your family, your friends, your team, like a team bonding, like whatever it is, Um, I can help you plan the whole trip. And I'm very excited about that because that part I'm, I feel like i'm really good at is helping plan like the whole weekend especially a spa themed you know relaxing type of you know retreat so i'm very excited i have robes slippers included of course they're in the house i even have baby robes toddler robes kid robes i've got it all i have um skincare that's included in every bathroom there's over like a 600 dollars value of just skincare in the house There's jade roller balls in the bathroom. I mean, I've thought of everything. Cashware is our blankets, our throws, our robes, you know, things like that. It's the pillows. They're just the sexiest, most comfortable material I've ever had. Whether you're an esthetician or not, you guys need cashware. It is such good material. It's amazing. It's incredible. And estheticians can get it for wholesale. But that's in the entire house. And this is definitely the hardest design i've probably ever done because there is so much color for me in the house i in a perfect world would have everything be micro cement and that's how i would live my life is everything being micro cement but that's one not real life for a toddler everything being like all white and micro cement's not the problem as much as just everything being all like lighter like gray and taupe colors but Palm Springs is known for being really bright colors and every other listing is intense with their murals and their colors and I didn't want to be like them but I also didn't want to not have any color and not have any Palm Springs vibes so our colors are orange and yellow for like the color like we have taupe and white our main colors but um orange and yellow Um, are our like two common like pops of color that we use and I kind of was inspired because I don't know if anyone remembers this but there was a festival called Desert Trip and it happened about three or four months before we opened up Adara so it was in like 2016 I think and Desert Trip was at Coachella Campground so to give you guys perspective the for anyone who doesn't understand like anything about Palm Springs. Palm Springs is close to the Coachella campgrounds. So it's not crazy far. It's like 15 minutes away. And so Coachella, you know, the country music festival that's there, stagecoach. Things like that are there. And then Palm Springs is where we're at, is like two miles from downtown. Ton of restaurants, ton of bars. Um just a gorgeous community. Everyone keeps up their spit- Like the houses are all spectacular. All the small businesses downtown are spectacular. Great aesthetics, super bright colors. Just everyone really takes care of every little detail. It's beautiful there. And it's always been known as being like, the old Hollywood glam place, like where Hollywood would go back in the day and where they still probably go now in reality. Um, But where it became this place where like old Hollywood would go to escape because it's not that far from LA. It's a couple hours from LA. um, And it would be kind of like their playground um, where they could get out of the city. So a lot of really cool things, but you have the aesthetics of being in the desert. You have crazy mountain views, the most insane sunsets and sunrises, um, a million palm trees, and just the silence of being in the desert. But for me, I like the desert, but I like to be in the city. So that's why I chose Palm Springs. I like my family loves the desert, but like goes to the desert and like, you know, likes the camping kind of a thing. And I don't like being dirty. I am an esthetician. I like my hands being nice and moisturized at all times of the day. <laughs> So I like the desert with a bar and a restaurant and some shopping and the spa, you know, atmosphere. (laughs) That's how I do the desert. So anyways, I'm very excited for you guys to book it. Click the link in my Instagram profile on Light Lounge Airbnb. You can stay um, up to date with content on there so you can see the house. It's three bedrooms, three baths. There's two kings one queen, one sofa bed, huge property, um, outside, like the backyard is ginormous. There's a huge area for like, you know, yoga, meditation, things like that. There's a whole nother huge area next to the bar, um, where the fireplace is that Xander apparently burned himself. Um, that has a huge like couch it's actually two couches put together but it's a huge couch that can fit like 12 people um there's a bar that me and taylor created that looks so good now we did these custom etching um designs on our countertops so our stone is a very unique cut and etched out and Something that I literally just could not find online, but I wanted it to exist. So I had to chicken scratch draw this design I had with my fabricator and he did an insanely amazing job. I'm so happy with the way it came out. It's what I was dreaming of. And there's so many things I love about the house. I'm obsessed with tablescaping right now. There is a rhyme and a reason for where and why a glass goes in a certain direction, a fork, a knife, a cup, a bowl, a plate. And I've been putting a lot of energy (laughs) into learning where and why things go in a certain place. And I'm very into tablescaping right now. So your house will be tablescaped for you. And I can help you plan a great weekend. And it should be very relaxing. And you know, there's meditation bowls in the house. I mean, I've really tried to think of everything that's relative to just having a very relaxing week weekend whatever with your family your friends your team whoever that is booking so I hope you guys enjoy it I've put a lot of energy into it and it's taken every inch of my energy to finish this house so we are done and we are ready to book and I'm very excited so please book the damn house (laughs) so we can start catching up on all of our bills (laughs) because it's been insane but it's It's really, um, I tried my best, you know, for it to stand out compared to the other houses in Palm Springs. Uh, We just finished our first photo shoot and um, I think we nailed it. I have another video shoot coming up and I'm gonna be shooting a bunch of skin talks there and a walkthrough of the house. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm very excited to show you guys the house, to um, host you, to take care of you. And I think estheticians will love it. Clients who are listening, you're going to obviously love it. It's, it's clearly up. If you're listening to a skincare podcast, this house is very relative. <laughs> you know, you should enjoy it. It should be something you're into. Um, and I hope I did a good job. Please let me know. Maybe don't give me advice on what I should fix because I'm tap-tapped out, guys. Like, I got nothing left in me and the money has been spent. But... I would like to hear, um, what adjectives you would use to describe the place because my goal was minimalist with still considering that it's Palm Springs and having these pops of color. But, um, I, I always look at my projects at the end and I'm like, I'm already over it. I'm like, ugh, like now I've moved on. Like my design palette always changes like every nine months. So, um, I love the house and I love it more when I go in person, but I look at the picture and I'm like, it's not minimalist enough. You know, I don't know if I'm hitting the marker. Um, I was really worried that my light therapy vibe wasn't going to be hit, but I think especially at night, it's quite clear. I mean, there's light therapy everywhere in this damn house and outside. So I think at night it shines because I feel like I'm really good at night, like mood setting with lighting and I think a lot of people are in Palm Springs, but light therapy has obviously been a big part of my life and we always make this comment that like Adara nights are our favorite. Um one because I'm able to like be there by myself and like work and think, but the lighting at Adara at night is just it's so beautiful. I love light therapy at night in the dark. It's just gorgeous. So anyways, I hope you guys like the house. Let me know what you guys think and book it. The links are up and live and we're ready to take people. And so that's one nice big check mark I've gotten off my list and I'm very happy about it. And I'm really hoping to just be able to have a non-drama no, no news holiday season and, and be able to celebrate with all of our family. That's my goal. And I hope you guys all have a really good holiday season with your family too. And I'm going to, you know, cut to a break here and then I'm going to go over some skin questions that I've gotten lately, sales kit questions, marketing questions, um, that I have gotten lately that should help you guys. And That's pretty much it that I'll have for today. So let's take a little break and we'll come back and talk skin sales and marketing. All right, let's get straight into the skin questions that I've had lately. I'm just going to kind of run through some of the DMs that I've gotten and hopefully it's helpful, you know, to some of you that might have the same question. So um, the most recent question was about high frequency. There are different colors um, for high frequency on different wands. And one, you know, they state that it's going to help more with acne versus anti-aging, depending on your color. The reality is the studies and research shows that they're both going to be for the same thing. When you lift high frequency, it um, puts oxygen into the pore and breaks up bacteria. When you rub it in circular motion with something like a hydrating mask, it penetrates that product deeper into the skin. It helps with blood circulation and blood flow. Helping with blood flow, I think, is something we kind of say flippantly a lot, and we don't give a lot of backstory as to why this is so important. There is an amazing YouTube video from Dr. Burke talking about blood flow and light therapy specifically, but he does just discuss blood flow as a general topic. When we have better blood flow and better blood circulation and more oxygen in the bloodstream, so much changes for our cells and the cellular structure completely changes and the health of the cell changes completely. So this is why certain things end up, like light therapy, end up saying they're good for all these different concerns because it's changing the health of the cell itself. So learning more about how blood flow and blood circulation and oxygen in the bloodstream works as a general topic is very important. And so anyways, back to high frequency, the point is The studies show it's the same regardless. It's also important to note that all that matters is it's a low level electricity and anything um, over the counter that you can buy like that, like a tool like that, that you can purchase, (laughs) it's not gonna be that strong. It's not that intense or you wouldn't be able to buy it. And therefore it does not differ that much. It's really just about the act of the lifting versus the penetrating on the skin itself so that is the reality it's kind of reminds me of how light therapy is where they're gonna be like blue kills bacteria red's good for anti-aging blue and red are good for the like you know purple is this which is just blue and red together um i mean yeah technically sure on paper each color does have its purpose which means Each nanometer range changes the depth of what's happening. And so therefore, what is going on is different. However, you're going to get more results, no matter what your concern is, is if you do red only. Um, Yes, blue kills bacteria. However, if you use something, for example, like mandelic serum or a chemical peel or both, whether that's professionally at home or both. That is more effective at killing bacteria. And then your red light therapy is repairing that cellular structure, getting rid of that acne scar, boosting that collagen, smoothing out that skin better than anything else. And so the two together work better, more efficiently to get rid of acne and acne scars doing it like that versus just relying on blue light therapy. So it doesn't mean don't do blue. It doesn't mean the other colors are a joke. It just means... You shouldn't waste your time doing mostly blue. If you have acne, you should spend more time focusing on a proper post-care regimen treatment plan and doing red light therapy. That's what I'm saying. The research is coming from red light therapy as results, not blue light therapy, not saying it doesn't kill bacteria, not saying don't ever do it. Maybe sometimes you don't have the means to do Mendelic at that moment or a chemical peel at that moment and it makes sense um it has its purpose i just like people to spend more of their time and energy doing red than any other color because it's the most effective now yes blue and red which is the purple together are great because then you get both at the same time but again if i could have had more bulbs that were red, then blue, I would have been happier. So I guess it kind of depends on the situation. Um, you know, what you have access to, what you're using, if you're doing a treatment plan with an esthetician or not. So of course, sometimes that blue is necessary. Cause you're like, Hey, I don't, I'm not consistent with an esthetician right now, or I don't have Mendelic, I don't have at home care. Okay. Well, I get it. Like you, you know, you're on a trip and you forgot all your stuff. Then maybe you should switch back and forth a little bit, but I just want red to be the dominant color, you know So um, hopefully that answers that question about high frequency and a little bit about red light therapy and, and why, why are there different colors and, and why do people say that? <clears throat> um, it, it mostly became a marketing thing. If I say I can give you more, you will then find more value in this product and spend more money um, even if they do or do not have a difference, you know, but the reality is red is just the dominant color. The reality is, um, the outputs on high frequency, regardless of the color is going to be the same. So same result. So anyways, there, there is my answer and opinion on that. The next skin question was about the mask, specifically the red light therapy mask, the XF LED mask, and um, proper usage on how to wear it. Um, In case anyone has not noticed um, this in the Instagram posts and things like that, the the eyeballs, (laughs) the eyeballs, the eye um, covers, there's eye covers in the mask. They pop out, they pop in and they pop out. So if you, depending on your face shape, sometimes you like them, sometimes you don't, you can take those out or in, they're removable. And then you should also wear the headband that we give you, um, a little bit lower, not like a headband, like you're cute and wearing it far back. You should wear it lower, like on your forehead a little bit. That way it pops up the mask just a little bit. So you don't have any plastic like hitting your forehead. It's like just a little elevated And I do get this question a lot at the trade shows and it is about how close your skin should be because estheticians are used to having professional devices that are honestly kind of far away from the skin. Technically speaking with red light therapy, you are not gonna get a result if it's too far away from the skin. It really needs to be under two inches, ideally as close as possible. So technically speaking on paper, To have something touch your skin is going to be more effective than a professional device that is farther away however with that being said um the professional devices have more leds so that's something to take into consideration they're larger um and so then they're obviously putting off more and so you can technically do less time because there's more leds and uh, they're stronger but um there's also ways to work around that you can have a little bit of a pillow under their head so they're not just on a flat bed. That way their skin is as close as possible to the light. Um, I don't think anyone's is super far away except for the devices where it's uh, up to you and how you control it. So there are devices out there where you have to push the actual um, professional LED close to the client's skin. Some is just like, the dome, right? A lot of you have the dome. That doesn't change. You just need to elevate their head a little bit. The other one is you push it towards their skin. I have seen many times with when we used to have front desk, when they would put people in, in for their light therapy session, I would see the new girls always putting it really high away from their face. That is not doing anything except helping with their anxiety at that point. It will release endorphins, it'll help with the anxiety. But it's not helping with their skin when they're three feet away from it. So you need it to be pushed down close to their skin. So the closer, the better is basically the answer. How you would clean a device if it's actually touching the skin, they're all plastic. So just like you clean everything else in your spa with, um, you know, barbicide wipes, alcohol, things like that, it's plastic. So very easy to clean, actually, easier than most things. Um, So plastic, anything you would clean plastic with, barbicide wipes, alcohol, things like that. Um, Just don't submerge anything in water. Don't spray directly on any device because then it'll get into the electrical outputs and then just mess up your LED and then you'll probably have some bulbs missing. So those are my couple questions that I've had lately regarding skin. Sorry, I know it's probably so annoying when people like breathe heavy in a podcast or whatever, but... I can't breathe, you guys, (laughs) lately at all. So I'm like huffing and puffing from just having a conversation with myself. Um, The sales kit, questions I've had lately. So for those that don't know, I have a sales kit option and a marketing kit option. The sales kit, we basically just take over your business and do all your training um, regarding sales. So I give you custom scripts for checkout, for when people call, for text messages, for emails, for literally everything. We have a month-to-month marketing plan for a whole 12 months. So if you, let's say you were doing it right now with me, you would have a, a full 2023 plan, January to December of what you're going to promote, what those promotions are and what you're going to do for 12 months. Obviously you are in collaboration with me in the beginning, telling me what you're willing to do and not willing to do. It's not like I just make it up for you. Um, But obviously I suggest things and I let you know what would hurt you if you did it a certain way. Um, But I create that plan for you and everything is sent to you in documents so you have them forever and you are also being trained. Um, There's four training sessions to go over whatever you want, but typically it's a checkout training protocol. There are um, script trainings uh education trainings on skincare and retail and facials and treatments like whatever it is you need obviously we customize it for everybody but mostly it's about script training and um you know how to check out a client properly how to do post-care regimens properly how to set up your marketing for the year like all of your promotions and your sales so that way they're not like you know stepping on each other and they're really cohesive for the year And we just take over your entire business and we do all your trainings, whether that's for you directly as a solo or for your staff, whatever it is that you need. So anyways, I'm going to pull some of the questions that I've been getting from those because I know that those questions are relative to everyone listening. That's an esthetician. And side note, all of the giveaways, we're doing the adopt a small business. We've already done our one wax studio is the first person who won um, and she's out of um, Michigan and she is amazing. She's does waxing, facials, laser, and we're taking over um, her right now, her business. And basically when we do the giveaways for adopting a small business, it's not the full sales kit and the full marketing kit, but it's elements of both. And then it's also... Um, free product to resell to your clients. So you make money off of that. It's Amazon gift cards. It's product for yourself too. You know, it's like a hodgepodge of things. Um, I kind of try to pull elements of everything that we do in the adopt a small business. So you're getting a value from everything. And so here are some of the sales questions and comments that I've had to go over this week. And the big thing is script training and i think the biggest i'm kind of i'm going to basically go over kind of mistakes that we make as estheticians or as small business owners in general whether that's you're the one doing the checkout or not so some of the main issues i see is the checkout protocol is really just non-existent and it's not detailed and it's not consistent we also are noticing that your post-care regimens your regular regimens are not detailed and being shared with the client they should be extremely detailed. Every client should get a skincare regimen and a post-care regimen for not only what to do for the next few days, but what to do for the next month and what the treatment plan is for the next six months. Everyone should get that every single visit, whether they are purchasing stuff with you in the future or not. Everyone should be treated the same and everyone should be getting this plan and it should be detailed, I'm also noticing, and they should get it in their hand. I have a lot of estheticians tell me, oh, I wrote notes on this client. Okay, that's nice, but, and you should have that 100%. But what about the client? She needs to know too, what's going on? What's the plan? What are we doing here? And that does lead into sales. They're not going to buy anything from you if they have no idea what your plan is and you're keeping it in your head to yourself. So we have to share that plan. And they also need to have an idea, like, seriously, how many of these microchannelings do I have to do to get rid of these acne scars? I need to know. Um, Obviously, it's not one, so we need to be specific. If it's a mild concern, you could probably get away with four in a row. But if it's a moderate to severe concern, you're probably going to have to do at least eight. Uh, Most cases, eight. Really rare, severe, severe cases, like 12 sessions in six months. That's an aggressive treatment plan for microchanneling. Chemical peels for acne, six months is average. You can definitely get a result less than that depending on the severity of the skin. You'll always notice progress, but people need to know these things. They need to be prepped. Like how many are these, am I gonna have to do, you know, to to get rid of this issue or at least to maintain this concern? So we need to be honest about the treatment plan and how the clients are gonna get to that. And so those are some of the things that have come up in the sales kit And then also just strategically making sure your promos don't hurt you. You can't just have a promo and not have an end date. You can't have a promo and then have another promo the next month that's relative. Another mistake I see estheticians making is doing a specific promo. So like you get X and X add-on for free if you book this service. That's too specific. One, the clients don't really know what these services are, even if you've said it to them a hundred times It's a lot of information they don't remember. And they're starting to think it's not relative to their skin. If you just keep it broad to 20% off facials, 25% off facials, $50 off facials, you can decide with that client in person when you see their skin, which of those facials are we doing it on? You know, which makes the most sense for her skin that day. We don't need to be having specific promos. You won't do as well. You need to have an end date to your promos. And if you have a big promo, like a gift card promo for the holidays, obviously end it December 31st. And then your next one, um, I always say, like, celebrate your anniversary. Of course, I've had an esthetician say, oh, my anniversary is February. I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to celebrate your anniversary for more than a day then because that's too soon after our big gift card promo, if that's what we're doing for December. So then we'll come up with another month and we want it to be about 4 at least 4 months or 6 months after um your last promotion. We need months in between one for clients to go through their bundles, two um for them to not be, you know, stepping on top of each other the promotions. So If you do a gift, big gift card promo in December, the whole month long, your next month long promo, your next big month would be four to six plus months after that. And then, um, or four to seven months is fine, but you basically don't want it to be one or two months prior or after another promotion. It's too soon. You can do a one day thing. You just don't want to do a one month thing because that's too long after you just had that. You should also always have rules attached to all of your promotions. Um, So, you know, obviously those rules will change business to business, but there should be rules attached and that should be stated clearly for clients to see. And so those are some of the things that have come up lately and those those are what we train on and go over, but hopefully that is helpful to some of you. And then the marketing questions that I've had. um, So with the marketing kit, all of this, by the way, is... If you click the link in the Instagram profile, I have a bunch of links. You can purchase the light therapy. You can purchase X formulation skincare. You can purchase, um, the sales kit, the marketing kit, and you can book the Airbnbs. Like every link that I'm talking about lives in my Instagram profile. Um, so the marketing questions that I've had and that I've gone over and always the same mistakes I see is you guys have a booking link, um, or like a purchase link for product in your Instagram profile, that should not be there. It should only be a contact form that says new clients get whatever the discount is, fill out this form. That's the only thing that should be in there. Unless you're 100% booked and unless you make $5,000 a month selling product online or something, 10000 15000 whatever, then sure, it should be a different link. But if you are trying to get new clients, so if you notice my Adara's Instagram page only has that form, it would never have a, form to, uh, a link to xformulations.com. It would never have a link to other links, like a link tree where you have multiple links. That makes absolutely no sense for the Adara Spa. The Adara Spa needs to have the new contact page where the new clients click the link and fill out the form. And it needs to clearly state what the promotion is. Your Instagram profile should also state what that new client discount is. So if it's 20% off facials, 25% off facials, whatever, lashes, brows, hair, whatever your business is, it should say it in the bio and it should say it on that new client form so they know what they're filling it out for. Then what you do with that name and number and email is what matters, how you go about it, how often you reach out to them, what you say to them, the script that you use, you know, all of that, that's where we're getting more into the sales kit category. And we go over how to like make the most of all those new clients. But the first step is just to get the new clients in the first place. And you have way too many people hitting your website and the link without giving you their information. And that's why you're not fully booked because you don't have anyone to reach out to because they're not giving you their information because they were never asked. And now they're just looky lose on your Instagram profile and that's it. So We don't want that. (laughs) We want their information. And that's a mistake that I see a lot. I also see the mistake of solos just not having enough time to feel like they can take before and afters or content of their space or whatever it is of themselves. So remember, the most important thing is to show a picture of yourself. They know who they're booking with, the picture of the space so they know where they're going and pictures of the services, the skin, you know, the service itself, things like that. And I get that content can be challenging. We have an obscene amount of content in this industry, so it shouldn't be challenging because you guys have so many tools and and you have so much. You're just always thinking you need more, but the issue is you forgetting to do stuff. So you should have a marketing or a content day where you focus on email blast and then content day where you focus on filming. So you can literally ask like, two or three models or something to come in and just do a short couple second clips of you cleansing, of you doing high frequency, of you doing the lifts, of you doing red light therapy, of you doing a chemical peel, swiping it, micro microchanneling, just a few second clips of everything. Just get a ton of content showing these services, taking pictures of the skin before and after a Hydra jelly, before and after hydrofacial before and after microchanneling, before and after biocellulose mask, like just as many pictures and videos that you can take. And a day dedicated to that will help you not miss a beat. And then for before and afters, because we notoriously are horrible at taking befores, our software forces us to do that, um, where they can't leave with the post-care regimen unless they take a picture. But even then, I know people are really bad. So what's helpful for solos is if you put a block in your schedule, You can change the block so it doesn't literally take time away from you. Like let's say you block normally an hour, block 45 minutes for the facial, but put 15 minutes in there for the before picture. That way it's still an hour block, but you just see this reminder that says, take the damn picture. Don't forget (laughs) because we're so good at taking the after and never the before. So make sure that you do those little things to help your business. Um, you know, the podcast, the subscription, Instagram, that, you know, I created these platforms. X Formulations, for that matter, has a pore clogging ingredient list, an ingredient sheet sheet. I've created all these platforms to help estheticians with sales and marketing. I do the classes. I'm going to try to make this esthetician retreat a consistent thing in the future um, where we do our own, you know, classes and, um, You know different things like that. But those are ways that you can get free advice on sales and marketing. And if you feel like your business needs more one-on-one attention and you need me to take over and do everything with you, then one, there's two more giveaways going on in December where we're gonna adopt two more small businesses and the value gets higher as we get closer to Christmas. And then you have the links if you wanna purchase it and have me take over. It's just a great way to set yourself up, not only to always get new clients in the future and set up your Instagram and your website better. <clears throat> That's for more the marketing kit, but for the sales kit to set out the year. So you don't need to think you just know, okay, my calendar says I have to do this today. have to do this this month. This is how I'm going to say this. Every time I check out a client, this is what I'm going to copy and paste in a text, in an email. You know, it's just mindless at this point. Cause we've already gone over it together created that plan you've been wanting to create yourself and didn't have time for, and I did it all for you, sent it to you, you just copy, paste, and repeat, and read and repeat, and that's it. So hopefully that helps. If you guys um, have questions, you know I'm always happy to help if I can help. And if you need more one-on-one time, you have the sales kit and the marketing kit as options. And there is a break in trade shows, so just keep that in mind. There's always a break around the holiday season. There's not a lot going on. Um, I've been asked if I'm going to New York or Dallas. I, I'm definitely always, w- uh, will. I'll push Dallas more than New York at this point, even though New York was like my first trade show I ever went to and like my heart and I love New York so much. Um, I think Dallas is what will end up probably always choosing in the future. I'm not going to, you know, hold my, you know, don't hold me to it, but that is my thought, but the baby is going to be very young. And I do want to do my first retreat around that time. I have not put out the dates for the retreat for a very specific reason. And it's because I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous to put out the dates and the tickets until at least the day she arrives. So I know what I'm dealing with. I'm not nervous about having a newborn. I've Worked with one before. I, that does not bother me. I work literally the day the child comes out, but I just want to make sure um, the dates make sense. So I probably won't put out dates until first week of February, um, and tickets until then. So I will keep you posted, and I'll definitely have you know weeks and weeks for you to purchase those before it actually comes my thought was that sunday monday tuesday or monday tuesday wednesday is probably the best because we're not hitting the weekend which is a very big time frame for us as service providers like that's our money makers and just remember i am going to help everyone who does buy a ticket how i'm going to teach during the weeks leading up to it how to make money on those days that you take off for the retreat so that way we're really making the most of everything there'll be three different tickets one day ticket two day ticket three day ticket three day ticket is going to be the most expensive because not only is it three day but you're going to actually be able to stay at the house so there's very few tickets for that two day ticket um will include more classes, more workshops, more one-on-one time, like helping with your business. And the one day kit is, uh, more like a trade show where it's like mostly just classes. Um, we'll have happy hours. We'll have food included. It will be a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be very valuable. My intention is for it to be the most valuable retreat. It's not just like let's all braid each other's hair and have a great weekend. I wish I could do that, but um that's just not something I do. <laughs> so, um I'm really excited about putting it out. I'm just a little nervous um with the date cuz I don't know what if she comes a week early, what if she comes 2 weeks late? Like, you know, there's things like that that I'm like I think it's better if I just I'll set everything up that I'm ready for the tickets and the website and all that. I'll set everything up, but I'm not going to Press live on the tickets until she pops out. So I know exactly what I'm dealing with. (laughs) Um, Because timing is going to matter because I do breastfeed and I can't obviously breastfeed the entire time I'm teaching a class. So I want to make sure my timing is structured properly for workshops and classes and all of that. So, um, and Anyways, so there is a reason I have not put the tickets up, but we are going to do it. And my goal is to do it. I'd love to do it every quarter, like four, three, four times a year for being ideal every quarter. And, um, I think it could be a really amazing experience for all of us, um, to learn from each other, to get content for their business for the year for you to learn, for you to take valuable lessons to take back, for you to already implement those things before you go back into your business. I don't want it to just be this inspirational weekend. I want it to be effective. I want you to leave already finishing some of these tasks and having them, you know, set out and ready to go and implemented already. That is the goal. Um, So anyways, I'm very excited and I hope you guys are excited too. Tell your other SD besties about it. It's, um, it's definitely not gonna be huge. I could technically fit probably like, in reality, I could probably fit like, I don't know, 100 people in my backyard, but I'm absolutely not gonna do that. Um, I wanna keep it intimate, especially in the beginning, because I really wanna have one-on-one time with a lot of you, and I wanna make a huge impact. And I would rather have less people, especially in the first few that we do. So, yeah. Um, Tell your friends, because once I put the tickets up, there's not gonna be like a million tickets to choose from. It will be in Palm Springs. It will be at the Light Lounge. So you can check the Instagram page if you want to see where that location is. And it is two miles from downtown and a super fun area. And I think even if you went for a day, it would be super valuable and fun because Palm Springs is so fun. And it's a great networking opportunity to meet other people, you know, in the industry and I, I'm very excited about it. I'm, I've been planning it quite a bit. Um, I just don't want to put dates out until I know when she's here and I should have her soon. It should be another month or so, um, month and a month and a half, I think six, six weeks, um, that she'll be here. So you'll get a date from me soon. And I'm really excited to meet some of you that I haven't met in person and to help you guys and for us just be inspired by each other. Thank you for patiently waiting for this podcast and for tuning into this one in the first place. I hope you guys all have a great prep for your holiday season and just squeeze your loved ones a little bit tighter this year for me and you will hear from me soon. I'm going to get my shit together, I promise. And um, we'll continue with our podcasts and our interviews with other people and work on editing more great skin talks for you. And that's it. Have a good rest of your day and make lots of money estheticians and clients. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. Bye guys. Thank you to all my skin friends out there who are listening. Do not forget to subscribe and don't forget your sunscreen.